Blog Talk Radio. It's good, you know that's happening. Even when the song said God is good. That's my favorite song. God is good. And you know that about that. God is a good God. And I'm telling you, every time I turn around, the Lord always blesses me. I'm grateful to God. Good to you. I've been preaching about how God loves you and everything. And he does. But I want to tell you something tonight or this evening. Your soul has a value to it. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and he lose his soul? This is the Jesus Aid Ministry. My name is Apostle Lonnie Sparks. I'm at the Parsons of the Church, 1540, Hollow here in Greenville. Our church is located over there in Greenville at 1007 West Allison Boulevard. Our web address is www.tjsm.org. Uh, our email address is gojesusnow at aol.com. Our cash app is dollar sign tjsm1007. My name is Apostle Lonnie Sparks. I'm coming to you today to let you know that God loves you. You are more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. You. But your soul is important. Don't, don't, don't misjudge your soul. Your soul is very important. Your soul is important to God. It's important to you, and it's important to God. God love you. And he gave his life for you. But uh, again this evening, I'm telling you, I want to talk about the value of your soul. The value of your soul. The value of your soul. I want to talk about that. The value of your soul. Your soul has great value to it. I don't care what nobody tell you, your soul has great value. Great value. Great value to your soul. God bless you. And you got to be grateful. I'm grateful for every day, every second that God gives me. I'm looking at uh, um, the uh, phone. These days, one, some live 95, some live 96, some live 76, some live 75, some live 50. But I'm 78, but I'm grateful. I could be gone. But I'm grateful because I'm saved. I'm still saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Matthew chapter uh, number 16, verse number 28, now listen to God. He said, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world? And then lose your soul. God said, what is the benefit if you gain the whole world and then lose your soul? What good is it? What did you benefit if you gain the whole world and then lose your soul? He said, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Then he says, this is the New Living Testament translation of the Bible reading. Is anything worth more than your soul? The Lord said, is anything worth more than your soul? I, I just got a call this morning at 7 o'clock. One of my friends 
daughter called me and told me that her father had pantry pancreatic cancer. They diagnosed him with it and they said he had uh, probably four months to live without the treatment. But if he took the treatment, they probably give him a year to live. But I, I spoke with him. You know what he said to me? Lonnie, I'm okay. I'm okay with God. And, and you know, it's like, that's a good, to me, that's a very good place to be. That you're okay with God, you know. Cause what 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 good is it going to be if if you gave this whole world and go to hell? What good is that going to do? It's not worth it, is it? You know, I'm I'm glad that he said, and I told him, I, I he said he's not claiming it, and he he believed out and made a mistake, and I prayed with him. I said, I'm standing with you, but the fact remains. The hospital said, you know, all the doctors, his test came back, that he has pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer. Gave him four months to live without radiation, uh, radiation uh, medication, chemo. So today he said he set up the chemo. I don't know when he's going to do it. But the point is, this man says he's all right. I talked to his brother today. His brother said, Lonnie, I talked to him, but he told me he's all right. In other words, he's not worrying. He's not worrying. He got his faith in Jesus Christ, and he's not worrying. What about you? If, if, if the Lord would call you home today or tomorrow, if you get a report that you got four months to live to a year, how would you feel? Well, I, I, that didn't happen to me, but I'm telling you, I can imagine if I if that was told to me, I wouldn't feel good. But now that I'm saved, I know the Bible said to be absent from the body, that means I'll be at home with the Lord. My subject is the value of your soul. You, that's listening, when you believe it or not, you might be always busy, always running here and there. But your soul has a value to it. I'm telling you, your soul. And God said, it's, what good would it do you to get the whole world and lose your soul? What good would it do you? Gain this whole world and then lose your soul? Soul is important. The Bible says, and I'm going to give you, I took a definition out of the World Translation Bible. And it said the soul is the spiritual, rational, and immoral part of a man. Immoral. That part of man which enables him to think. The soul enables you to think. And which renders him a subject of moral government. Your soul. The highest nature. A spirit, a man, is his soul. Listen, if you had hands and no soul, what would that be? If your soul is dead, man, it's all over. It's all over. 
The soul is very important. The soul, second part, I'll pick you for a definition, is the seat of life. The soul is the seat of life. If you have no soul, you have no life. The soul is the sensitive of the affections. You feel things. Can you imagine not being able to feel anything? She's like, I got called to live my mom. Good friend, we grew up together. Pantry, pancreatic counseling. That doesn't make me feel good because I got a soul, I feel. But I called him and he said to me, because his daughter called me at 7 a.m. this morning to tell me that her daddy had was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And the doctors in Duke Hospital or Durham somewhere up there had told him that without chemo, they give him at best four months to live. The real chemo, they believe that he can live at least a year and beyond. Maybe they shrink the council. But that's not a good feeling, is it? Your soul is so important to you. You, you need a soul, man. Don't, don't get so tied up that you forget you got a soul. That's important. You, you won't be able to feel, you won't be able to do anything without a soul. The Bible says a soul is important. I'm, I'm just sharing some things with you today. The Bible said important number three about the soul. The soul in distinction from the mind, not your mind, but your soul. The moral and emotional part of, the, of a man's nature. The moral and the emotional part of your nature. The soul is the seat of your feelings in distinction from your intellect. Your soul. You can witness it's different than your feelings. You can touch things. That's not your soul. But you know what? When your soul gets damaged and hurt, boy, that, that's a hurting thing. Your soul is very important. Your soul. The soul, point number four about a soul, is the intellect only. The understanding, the seat of your knowledge, as distinguished from your feelings, in a more general sense, your soul separates you, and that's your surviving entity. That's how you survive. The soul is the vehicle of your individual personality and existence. Your soul. Hallelujah. You lose your soul, you lost it all, man. Lady, you look. But Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and then lose his soul? In the book of Psalms, chapter, Psalms, there's no chapters, but Psalms 42. And verse 2 says, and I'm reading this to you from the New International Translation of the Bible. He said, I thank the, I, I, excuse me, I thirst for God, for the living God. I say, where will I, when will I be able to go and appear in the presence of God? That's your soul craving to be with God. 
I've been saved 43 years. That's not wrong to some of you. But I've been born again 43. I don't want to die without Christ. I want to know that I'm going to be at home with Jesus. The Bible said to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. That's what I want to be. That's, the, that's what the psalm Bible said. In Psalms 49, verse number 7 says, this is what it said. Listen, none of them can by any means redeem his brother nor give to God a ransom for his brother. You can't do it. No, but listen, I know the Roman Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic Church, they got a thing called penance. And that means if you die, you can pay the priest a certain amount of money. They got a place called purgatory. They say if you didn't live right, you'll go to purgatory. But you can go to the priest and give him a certain amount of money. He can get you out of purgatory. Listen, don't, you, don't, buy, don't buy into that. If you're Catholicism, if you die without Christ, you're lost forever. There's no getting back. There's no getting back if you die without Jesus Christ. You need him. Now, the soul is the part of reasoning. That's how you reason by your soul. Your soul is a place of redemption. And you, you can't, nobody can get your soul. Listen, you lost. One of my professors in, in college taught what he said one day. He said, you know, and he teaching about how uh, the Roman Catholic Church teaches about you can live in the Catholic then you die, and somebody can get you out of purgatory and, and get you into heaven. So he told this story. He said this man died, and the wife was paying the priest a certain amount of money to get him out of purgatory so he could get into heaven. And she had been it for many years. So one day, she went and she said, Reverend, isn't he out of there yet? I've been paying you for so many years. You haven't got my husband out of purgatory yet? And the, and the priest said, this, this is a joke. It's not a joke, but it's, it's, it's not real. But according to my instructor, he said, the priest said, Wait a minute, let me look. So the priest, when we look, you know, so we have a way to look into purgatory. And said, I almost got him. I almost got him. She said, almost? He said, yeah, I almost got him out. Not quite, but I almost got him out. And she said, what you mean? He said, I got everything out but his left leg. And so she said, well, that, that don't matter because that was an artificial leg anyway. You had lost that leg years ago on a motorcycle ride. <laughs> Get, look, that's how silly purgatory is. Listen, don't you take no chances that somebody else is going to get you right with God. No. The Bible said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart as it be in the day of prohibition. Don't, don't harden your heart. Listen to God. The Bible talks about, and there's a warning. God warns us. God himself warns us from the word of God. You know what he says? Look what God says 
in Mark chapter 8, verse 36. He said, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? What good is it going to do you? What good is it? God said, what good would it do for you to accomplish? You got a Jaguar there. You got a, a Lexus out there. You got a Mercedes Benz out there. You got a, a Audi out there. You got this big, fabulous church, this large, huge house. You got 2,000, 10,000 members and still lose your soul. Jesus said, what would it profit? You to gain the whole world and then lose your soul. The Bible says in Luke chapter 12, verse number 20, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall these things be which thou hast provided? That's that man that was worried about everything that built this point, all this stuff. And, and Jesus said, well, what good is it? You got all these things in the die. I, I'm going to tell you all something that my, my daughter-in-law said to me about two years ago. She said, Dad, that's my daughter-in-law calling me, Dad, when you die, you ain't going to leave something for us to the children? This is what she said. Dad. And, and she must have said it I guess 10 times. So one day I said to her, I said, daughter, who's to say I'm going to die first? You might die before I do. Your husband may die before I do. Well, this past May, the third you died. May the 10th, I turned 78 years old. And I all I'm saying to you, I'm not, not believing that. I'm not trying to throw off on them. I'm just saying to you, your soul is important. Don't lose your soul. You gain all the world. What good would it be for me right now? I'm sitting here in a house on five acres of land. What good is that? And I go to hell. What good is that going to do me? What good is it going to do me? I got a car downstairs. I got a truck downstairs. What good is that going to be? If I'm no if I'm lost, what good is that going to do me? The Bible says your soul is important. Don't waste your soul. I know a lot of people they're having hangups and problems, but I'm saying to you, if you hear my voice tonight, please don't lose your soul. Your soul is important. Don't play with that soul. It's very important. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? My topic on this broadcast is the value of your soul. The value of your soul. The value of your soul. Your soul is very important. People can try to vex you. They're going to say all kinds of things to you. They're going to lie on you. They're going to talk about you. But you've got to remember, my soul is important. The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? And then lose his soul. Don't lose your soul, my sister, my brother. In my conclusion tonight, faith will never fail you. Not one time. The Bible tells us, for what is a man advantage if he gained the whole world and then lose your soul? 
The scripture says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. That's been my faith for 44 years. I've been saved for 44 years. By making it September the 15th, will be 45 years. I trust God. I put him first in everything that I do. I don't put God second. I don't put God third. I put God first. I was telling someone, they said they heard me on the broadcast. said, I was talking to someone and they wanted me to say I'm not going to obey God. But I'm going to obey God. It's best of my ability. I'm not perfect. I'll tell you that right now. I am not perfect. But I try to obey God with all my heart, all my mind, all my body, and all my soul. I put God first in everything that I do. My soul is important. The Bible said God took dust from the earth and made man. And God, the Bible said, he grew into man. And man became a living soul. That's all you got, my friend. Money can pass away. I don't care how much money you got. I've seen rich people. What good is it going to be to to have $2 million and still go to hell? What good is that? Or $5 million or $10 million? What good is that? I'd rather be broke and have Jesus Christ in my life and knowing that I got a ticket to go to heaven. He said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. That's where I want to be, in the arms of Jesus. I want you all to please keep keep this in mind. Don't doubt God. Your your soul is important. Now, I know I've been talking about how you can be blessed, and it's still true. God alone, he can restore you. I don't care the Bible, in the book of Ezekiel, that's my favorite book. Ezekiel, when I look at that, them dry bones was out in the valley. And God took Ezekiel out there and showed him to him. And God said to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel answered and said, Lord, thou knowest. This is very important, sisters and brothers, to know that God can pick you up, to know that God can straighten things out in your life. Stop looking for other people to do it. God told Ezekiel, I think it's about the 13th, 14th verse when we're in there, of the 37th chapter. He says, when I have done this, then you ought to know that I'm God. How about say, cool? Listen, I tell people all the time, you're wasting your time to try to get me to doubt God. I know him for myself. Listen, when I got saved 44 years ago, I was completely broke. I had zero. No money. None. Broke. Didn't have no car. I remember one time I was on the welfare in New York. This is a true story. <laughs> Taking public assistance. And my check came. I had a car that didn't have no insurance on it. I had a, a transfer plate on it. <laughs> I went to turn around in the street and get out of gas in the middle of the street. Me, Lonnie Stocks, had to get out and push that car on the sidewalk, get a gas can and come back and put gas in the car. My, my welfare check had come. I've been broke. Listen, God will pick you up. Yes, he will. 
But listen, your responsibility is to protect your soul. Don't let anyone, any time, to take your mind off what's right. If you if you see it, repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I mean, be honest in your heart. And we genuinely repent. And God will forgive you for your sins. And he'll make you whole. All you got to do is repent. Are you listening to me? All you have to do is repent. And God will straighten that live thing right back out. He'll straighten it out. There's nobody else can do it. But your soul is important. Don't let prosperity make you doubt your soul. Uh, don't let problems. Well, let's, let's reverse that. Some people let problems get to them. They're still calling Jesus, but they don't trust him. Jesus said to the disciples in the ninth chapter of Mark, when this man brought his child to Jesus Christ's disciples, and they could not cast the devil out. They couldn't do it. So when Jesus got on the scene, the father said, I brought my son to your, cha- to your disciples, and they couldn't cast the devil out. Jesus said, bring him to me. Jesus rebuked that spirit. That spirit threw that boy on the ground. He came into most commotions. And Jesus told that spirit to get out of there. And he was gone. So the disciples came to him and said, why could we not cast them out? And Jesus Christ said, because of your unbelief. The only thing that can harm you or stop you from being successful is your own unbelief, not, not, not mine. You know, some people like to say, well, when will God really help me? Guess what? you got Christ. The Bible said, the scriptures say, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So you may, people may not help you. They may reject you. They may laugh at you. You know how many times I've been talked about? You know how many times people lie on me? Tell all kind of lies? But I keep on going. I keep on going. A, a, a lady came out of church about, about a year ago, I guess. And we own the house, the church owned it, not me. We own the house, or the church owned the house, right adjacent to the, to the church. And there's another one there right adjacent to the church. And right down the street, there was another one down there, and we own that. You know what this lady said? You mean to tell me? You tell me God did all that? I said, yes, ma'am. I'm telling you that God did it. I didn't do it. See, faith thinks in God. You got to have your faith in God. Don't stop looking to man. Man won't do you wrong. Man got envy in it. Man is jealous. But God, your father is a loving God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have ever. I don't care if nobody will ever help me, God got me. You know how my admonition went out back about a month ago, two months ago. I didn't know it because I know God would take care of it. You said, well, you got money. No, God knows what to do. It's not, it's not about money. 
I remember one time, I think it was in 1959. I think in 1959, I came to New York. And, um, <laughs> and uh, this is a true story, in 1959, I was living in New York. No, 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 no. 59, 59, maybe 59. I came here in 59. So in 1959, I was up on, um, on, the, on the concourse in, in, in the Bronx, New York. And it was about 10 o'clock at night, and I needed some gas. I went to the gas station. I had $100, but just one, one. And I went in the station to buy the gas, and the man said, I can't cash that bill, sir, because it may not be real. But I had a friend in the car. He had a couple of dollars, and that's what he put, put, he put that. He loaned me that couple of dollars to put that gas in the car. What I'm saying, sometimes your money won't do it. God got to do it. The church that we own down here in Greenville now, it's on two and a half acres of land. Two and one half acres of land. Got 13 rooms. We have apartments over here. We have seven more houses. They said I couldn't get it, but I put you in God's hand. I'm telling you, don't lose your soul by doubting. Trust God. Listen, I got to go to the clock on the wall to myself. I just come here to say that. I didn't intend to stay that long, but hey, man, God is good. Listen, you on Facebook, I love you. Don't forget, tomorrow, 12 o'clock, we got noonday prayer at the church. Noonday prayer. Every Wednesday at 12 noon, we have noonday prayer. Sometimes there won't be nobody but me. Sometimes it'll be 10 or 20 or 30. But sometimes, I think last week I was the only one there, noonday prayer. But I'm faithful every, every Wednesday at 12 noon. So if you're in Greenville, Keston, Aiden, Tarver, and you're Greenville, come on by. 12 noon tomorrow. We don't take up no money. It's a noonday prayer. We pray for your sicknesses. Whatever it is, we pray for it. Don't charge you a dime. All right? I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm going to go out with my intro, my extra right now. All right? Have a good one in Jesus' name. I got to go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Yes, Lord. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.